Let's get it started. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're here to do what we always do on the show, teach you interesting ways to save you interest on your mortgage. So a little bit of background. Um, we've been doing this show for oh, almost a year now, and the response has been fantastic. Uh, just to back up a little bit on what we're talking about and what this company Mortgage Teacher is, well, feel free to look us up. Do a Google search. See what people in London are saying about us. You can always look us up at mortgageteacher.com. And we're always live on Twitter at Mortgage Teacher. Anyway, the topics have been pretty broad as of late. Uh, with all the new rule changes, yes, with today being November 25th, Saturday, we have not too much time before the end of the year. I'm sure you're starting to get into the Christmas music, the Christmas spirit. I know we are at home. So basically, the news is with the rule changes, things change January 1st coming up in only about five weeks. And what this means is every Canadian qualifying for mortgage now will have to qualify at this stress test rate. So say I do a pre-approval. Say you got, you know, hey, Mike, I'm looking to buy a cottage or build a house in the new year. And, I, you know, I plan on putting 30 40% down. That's great. You've saved up some good money to put down. Did you know that you're going to have to qualify at 4.99% versus, you know, the 3% that you see on the actual rates right now. So that's the interesting thing that we're going to see coming up. So if you plan on qualifying for a mortgage in the near future, things may change. You might want to look into those numbers now. Now, that's when you're looking on buying a place. So here's the question. Here's where I'm going to lay it out. If you're tuning into the show right now, if you're listening, see if this is you. If you're planning on getting a mortgage in the next six months, a purchase, if you're even thinking about it, reach out to Mortgage Teacher today. Because you want to know what the numbers are going to look like today and make sure they're still going to look the same if you plan on doing that. Okay? Time and time again, even it, it happened yesterday again, that somebody comes in and they're planning ahead. They're not, you know, they're, they haven't talked to a real estate agent. They want to buy a house. Um, they are preparing for their down payment and they do want to act on this certain place in the next 60 days. And lo and behold, if I had known a couple months ago, I could have done something to help save interest. Um, either with the down payment, sometimes with the credit score. We had another one this Thursday. A client came in, and the Equifax, the credit bureau, was wrong. There was a lot of debts that were paid out six months ago, and meanwhile, they wanted to act on the house, and the realtor said, you have seven days for financing. Well, in seven days, we have to get a hold of Equifax, fix all of this, get the conditions to be waived, and, you know, you, you can sign off. So luckily enough, we pulled out of that deal, because he had to get his Equifax straightened out. It turned out that there were some things paid off six months ago. Once they got a hold of the privacy, it took a couple of days to get the information straightened out. But yeah, the credit score shot up. But it was because this client sat down early enough and was able to figure that out that uh, we could help. So if you're planning on getting a mortgage as far as a purchase or anything, please sit down and do it early. Keep in mind, we deal with every bank. Okay, we do. There's 36 banking institutions here in Canada. We have a lot of trust companies, First National being a top one you may have heard about in the media as of late. And of course, credit unions. I mean, down here in southwestern Ontario, they're, they're busy. So we help make them busy. So you, you as a Canadian here in London, Ontario, have all of these places to choose from. Well, what we do is we sit down and teach you an unbiased approach on how to save money. And you should be asking, well, how do you get paid? Well, great. We get paid a referral fee. Now, let's think about it. 
I grew up, and I've mentioned this multiple times on the show, I grew up in Dorchester, kind of a small town atmosphere outside of London here. And in that town, typically when you walk into your bank branch, you know the people working there. But what has happened over the years is it's difficult to maintain a relationship. Don't get me wrong, the people out there are great, but maybe they didn't grow up here. Maybe it was someone else. How many times have you gone into your bank, maybe on a, you know, a business loan three years later, to talk about you know, your path, and it's a different person that advised you? Um, that, that's where people have a difficulty, building that relationship. <coughs> and I always wonder, since when did mortgages become transactional? I mean, let's think about it. When you invest money, let's say I got $100,000, do you walk into the bank, throw it on the counter, say, here, invest this, call me when you got a good investment? No. You probably trust that person. You have a relationship. It's a guy, a girl, sorry. I got a guy. I got a girl, right? That's the trusted advisor that you have an ongoing relationship with because trust matters. Well, life insurance, same thing. Not too often do you see people doing a life insurance plan with someone they don't know and just let a company write it up. It's usually a person, a relationship, someone that is ongoing. That is a relationship basis, okay? So if your life insurance is a big, uh, you know, structure for you, you want to have a person to go to, it's ongoing. Your financial planning is ongoing in your investments. So if mortgages is your number one purchase in life, hello, why the heck wouldn't you build a relationship that's ongoing and unbiased? And that's exactly what we've created here at MortgageTeacher.com, Okay. We've created that avenue to sit down and here's what the rules are like. Um, as far as your down payment, great. Here's your down payment, but here's what you will need to get your keys and in the door. Guys, we're here to hold your hand through the process and all for free. I got to admit this past week, you guys are really tuning in. Um, a lot of people on the radio might not be calling in for themselves, but they are calling in to say, I have a niece or a nephew or son, daughter, and yes, themselves calling in saying, you know, contact mortgage teacher and they'll help guide. So the first time home buyers, they're really catching on to this. Um, not like, you know, the older generation that are my parents, my grandparents, they come in and go, what's your best rate? Well, we understand you want a low rate, but uh, at the end of the day, you want to get the best value, the best mortgage. And that's what you want to be careful when you go car shopping, you don't look for the cheapest car. We're not all, we're not all driving $1,000 tempos out there. I don't even know if they make the tempo anymore. <laughs> but no, we look for the best value. We know that vehicle's depreciating, so we want to get the best value at the end of the day. And that's what you should do with your mortgage. Um, one of the clients that we sat down with yesterday, you know, everything looks great. No problem. Go build the house you want to. But their strategy was short term. In two or three years, they're going to do something different. So that changed how they should run their mortgage. For example, do you really want to have a CMHC insurance fee in the middle of a short-term goal? That's a lot of money wasted. Um, so we helped teach them how to save. It actually worked out to be about $18,000 because sometimes going into a mortgage without that knowledge, you could pay that on a penalty. So you want to make sure you have all those open avenues. So... I know I'm kind of rambling on some things, but I'm just kind of giving some ideas of how mortgage teacher can help the common person when buying a house, getting a property, how you want to plan ahead. Now, we're going to head into commercial break here in a bit, but let me discuss on who all, maybe you were listening like, listen, I'm not buying a house in the next six months, so I don't need to care to listen to this. Okay, well, this might bend your ear then. Do you have any consumer debt outside of your mortgage, a line of credit, a credit card? And here's the next question. Is that debt going to be there in six months? Do you think you're going to pay it off really quick? Or is this something that might take a year or two to pay off? If that's the case, 
you might want to tune in after these messages because we're going to talk about that. Talk about kind of the before and after and how much that can make a difference in some of the scenarios that we've gone through just in the last week. These people are calling in saying, listen, I'm not due for two or three more years on my mortgage. Don't get me wrong. I'm not even due. But yeah, I hate this line of credit. I hate this visa card. It seems like I'm on a money treadmill. They're not going anywhere. I'm paying tons of money out and the, the results aren't really coming back to me. So is there a way to save more money on this? And that's what we'll talk about. Come back from this break. Again, I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And contact us live on Twitter at Mortgage Teacher. We'll be right back. <laughs> 